You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. I'm Marasia. We are speaking to Dr. Shayla Ibrahim, who was a family physician with a focus on dermatology practice and has been in private practice for 22 years. Her passion is to help women live with vitality and healthy skin, and her areas of interest include acne, acne scars, rosacea, and eczema. She's here to talk about rosacea as April is Rosacea Awareness Month. Good morning, Dr. Shayla. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me. To start, what is the simple definition of rosacea and what causes it? Uh, so rosacea is a chronic inflammatory disorder of the skin, um, which cannot be cured, but it can be controlled. Uh, the causes are many. It uh, tends to be multifactorial. Typically, um, genet- people have a genetic disp- predisposition to rosacea. So we commonly find it in people who are you know, from Northern Europe, and it's called, called the curse of the Celtics. Um, it can be exacerbated uh, by some triggers such as uh, sunlight, heat, stress, alcohol, smoking. Sun, everything can pretty pretty much trigger it. So there are many the many many causes. So the number one is a genetic predisposition. Number two, as I mentioned, are the triggers. Number three is um, just people with rosacea have very sensitive skin. Uh, they have an immune um, mediated response to to triggers uh, on the skin that cause a lot of inflammation. And what are the symptoms of rosacea? So the symptoms really depend upon uh, what stage the rosacea is in. Um, if the stage, if it's the early stage, uh, which is called vascular rosacea, also known as flushing, blushing rosacea. So how that presents, that's the first stage where uh, people just get red. Uh, typically the areas that are affected are cheeks and forehead. So it's kind of in the middle part of the face. Uh, And uh, so, you know, they may have a hot shower or go exercise or may drink some alcohol or hot and spicy food, and they may get this flushing, blushing. And then the blush, if it progresses, the blush becomes permanent, so they are constantly red and uh, sort of red cheeks and red nose. If if it progresses and if it's not treated, it's uh, uh, you get these little pimples, little dots that are filled with kind of white uh, fluid. It's not pus they just become, it's called pustular rosacea. If that's not treated, it leads to ocular rosacea. So you get symptoms in the eye. And finally, especially in men, you can get this big nose, which is called rhinophyma. So the, the, the symptoms and the signs depend upon what stage the rosacea is in. And what are the classifications of rosacea on the skin? What are the causes? The classifications, the different types. Oh, okay, okay. So the first is, a, a, like I said, it's called vascular rosacea. Second one is called papillopustular rosacea. The third one is called ocular rosacea. And the fourth is called rhinophyma. So it's basically now classified according to what stage the rosacea is in. And why? And the, oh, go sorry, on. The important thing would be to catch it early because if you don't catch it early, it just is going to progress. And why is rosacea commonly diagnosed with acne? Well, yes, that's a, that's a very good question. A lot of times people confuse uh, rosacea with acne. So typically acne tends to be to occur in the younger age group, you know, generally in the teenagers. Rosacea is commonly seen in, you know, women typically middle-aged or maybe 40s, 50s, 60s, although it can occur in any, in any age, but typically that's the age group. Um, secondly, um, acne presents with these whiteheads, also known as comedones. Rosacea doesn't. So 
when you look at somebody's skin, it's an older, mature woman who doesn't have any acne per se. They just may have these little pimples, which are mostly confined to the central area of the face, so medial, you know, medial part of the cheeks, on the forehead and, and chin, whereas acne has a different distribution. The other important point is that rosacea typically does not affect the chest and the back, whereas acne does. So there's, a, a, you know, there's also a few more uh, predominantly female um, sort of predisposition. Um, a lot of women, at least I find that in my practice, although there are lots of men with rosacea as well. So uh, that tends to be a good differentiation factor, these three or four things. And is rosacea curable, or do you have to continually use some maintenance treatment? Yes, uh, it's not curable. It's, uh, it's, uh, it can be controlled. And the studies have shown that, um, you know, with all the other things that I've mentioned with respect to the etiology of rosacea or the causes of rosacea, we also have these mites. They are known as dermodex mites. Uh, they are little parasites that sit in the hair follicles. And uh, while all of us have these dermodex mites, People with rosacea have an increased prevalence of these mites that sit in the hair follicle. But we don't know whether if the mites cause the rosacea or the rosacea was caused by these mites. So all the treatment that we currently have is basically directed towards reducing this uh, population of mites in the skin, uh, good skin care, um, hydration, and a bunch of other things. And, of course, uh, prescription medications. And you mentioned skincare. What type of skin products do you recommend to rosacea patients? So I think the most important uh, skin regime that I would like to uh, suggest to the listeners is to keep your skin uh, regime very, very simple because people, people with rosacea have very sensitive skin. Uh, they, their skin feels sensitive, it tingles, it burns. Uh, so the most important thing is is a good sunblock, a good physical sunblock, uh, not a chemical block, but a physical sunblock with an SPF of 30 uh, to be used every two to three hours. So that's number one. Number two is just a simple gentle cleanser um, like, you know, CeraVe or Cetaphil. There are many, many, many cleansers available on the market. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money buying expensive cleansers. Number Two, uh, number three is a really, really good moisturizer because people with rosacea, their physical barrier uh, in the skin is impaired. And so you want to basically repair it. And you repair it by a good moisturizer that basically uh, protects and prevents the water coming lost from the inside of the skin to the atmosphere. So if the water is uh, prevented from being lost, the skin will be hydrated and you won't get this, what is known as transepidermal water loss. So a really, really good moisturizer. And finally, I would like to suggest uh, that people should avoid active um, uh, topical treatments like vitamin C or retin-A, uh, especially retinol. People with rosacea can't really handle a lot of retinol or anti-aging. So if they have to use uh, a, a retinol, maybe a very low-potency retinol, but simply, simply keep the regime as simple as possible. Avoid too many chemicals and protect the skin with a good sunblock. Now, earlier we were talking about what triggers and flares up rosacea. Now, I want to talk about diet. People with rosacea, should they follow a special diet plan? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of discussion about whether rosacea is uh, caused by diet. And I would say, yes, there are some triggers. 
like I said, hot and spicy food, alcohol, um, you know, th- those are the main sort of triggers, but pretty much anything can trigger rosacea. So the important thing is some people get triggered with hot and spicy food. Um, some people get triggered by other, other food. So the important thing would be to keep a food diary. Uh, keeping a food diary and recognizing what happens when they eat that particular food, what happens to the skin, and then you'll be able to identify. Once you identify the trigger, then you can eliminate it. And what are the steps you might follow to get a patient's skin normalized, and what can be used to treat the inflammatory component of rosacea? So it really depends upon what stage the rosacea is in. Now, if the rosacea is mainly like the flushing, blushing rosacea, where it's just red, uh, the standard of care is a laser treatment. A laser could be an IPL, uh, also known as intense pulse light, some kind of a vascular rosacea to control the the redness and the flushing. Uh, Topically, there is a medication called called Onreltia, uh, which uh, is a topical prescription medication which is applied once a day in the morning to and basically takes away the redness for up to 12 hours. Um, the other thing that you can use for the redness is a very simple over-the-counter medication called oxymetazolone, also known as Dristan, which when applied with spray to the skin, uh, to the cheeks, uh, causes the vasoconstriction, so it gets rid of the redness. The second stage is when you get um, the papillopustular rosacea, which requires the use of oral antibiotics. And when you get the papillopustular rosacea, there's also, like I said, an increased prevalence of these dermodex mites in the hair follicles that uh, requires another uh, prescription, a medication, again, it's a topical, uh, called Rosiver. And it's basically ivermectin, which is <laughs> the medicine that was used for scabies. But it's applied once a day uh, with really, really good improvement. Um, and, of course, when you get ocular rosacea, you have to consult an ophthalmologist. There are other topical treatments uh, for, uh, for rosacea. And finally, rhinophyma is the most difficult one to treat because the skin, the nose becomes very thick. The skin of the nose becomes thick and fiddly, and you actually have to do uh, a major resurfacing procedure to get rid of the thickened uh, thickened nose. So it's really important to to catch it early. And the most important thing, as I mentioned, is, of course, a good good, good sunblock. Um, One thing about rosacea is that when any time you get a flare-up, you need to take these, um, these medications for at least three months because it takes uh, time for the rosacea to come under control. And once it's come under control, then you can go on a maintenance maybe one or two times a week to to keep the rosacea at bay. Dr. Shayla Ibrahim, is there anything you'd like to add before I let you go this morning? Um, I think, um, no, I think I, I hope I was able to cover all the all the the topics that you wanted me to <laughs> talk about. I think the most important thing is sun protection, good skin care. Um, my office is in West Vancouver, Oka Medical Clinic. I'd love to see you if you have any symptoms. I'll be happy to help everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and giving us so much information about this topic. We really appreciate it. You're very welcome.